You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. That is terrible. That is terrible. There's no need for any kind of that stuff at all. No room in this, in this country for that kind of behavior. Boy, John, that just makes you sick, doesn't it? 14 seconds left. The crowd reacting. Yo, here's a tip for your fantasy teams. Don't get so drunk on Wednesday night that you forget there's a game on Thursday and that you accidentally start Alshon Jeffrey because newsflash, Alshon Jeffrey did not play on fucking Thursday, okay? So like, I wake up on Sunday and I'm like, all right, let me, let me make up for this loss of Alshon Jeffrey. I have my flex spot, LaShawn McCoy, okay? So then here, here's what happens, okay? I end up, my parents are in town, my sister's getting married, I end up not being able to watch the first round of games like I wanted to. So I type up LaShawn McCoy later in the day. Here are the three headlines that come up. The first thing is, police have no dis, uh, discriminating evidence against LaShawn McCoy. The second one is, LaShawn McCoy not expected to face charges. And the third headline is, Kelvin Benjamin and LaShawn McCoy barely a factor in blowout loss. Who do I have on my team? Kelvin Benjamin and LaShawn McCoy. Welcome to the 2018 Sean Joshi All-Stars. And as we will have every week at the top of the show, our NFL fucking roundup. Let's go. <sighs> Fuck yeah. Cheers, bro. <laughs> Yeah, fuck yeah, cheers, bro. And as part of that NFL roundup, we have joining us for the first time, the lovely Lori Douglas. How are you doing today, Lori? I'm doing fantastic. Now, Lori, you are a, what, you're a Dallas Cowboys fanatic, let's oh, say? Oh, yes. Yeah. Love the Cowboys. And are you doing fantasy this year? I'm not, no. You're not doing fantasy? No. That is a great choice. I took three years off of fantasy, and I was so much happier. You were happier? On Sun- I was. <laughs> like I did not set out to have the offense of the Buffalo Bills in 2018. That wasn't a goal of mine. No. Like when I was a little brown boy in Indiana, I didn't <laughs> one day dream of drafting the entirety of the 2018 Buffalo Bills offense. Like They're probably the worst organization in the league. I would say. You know what I mean? And I'm just wondering what Nathan Peterman has on Sean McDermott and the rest of the Bills intelligentsia for him to, like, keep starting football games. Like, that's crazy, man. Like, this man threw five interceptions in a half last year. And what did they say? Oh, we should probably trade Tyrod Taylor or Tyrod Taylor or whatever you say. It's like, no shit. Yeah. And then five, let's, five is a lot. Five, I think five is. I mean, I feel like at three, I would be like, I don't even want to play yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's five bad. Five is horrible. It's five bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, I think wouldn't like, you want to stop? I would be like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. Yeah, interceptions are like golf. I think the lower the number, generally the fucking better. Yeah, is is what I think. But yeah, so Nathan Peterman comes in and like shits the bed. You know, they pull him after like uh, twelve minutes or whatever. So like. They're talking to Sean McDermott after the game, and they're asking him about it. And they're like, is Nathan Peterman going to continue to start? And his response is, I don't know. I have to evaluate the tape and see what's on there. You have to evaluate the tape. Like, what's going to be on the tape? 
Like, maybe it'll show who killed Kennedy. Do you think that'll be on the tape? Yeah, it probably is. Probably. I know it's not Nathan Peterman because he couldn't hit shit from the glassy knoll, let alone like a seven-yard crossing route. Maybe it'll show that uh, the plane hitting the Pentagon on 9-11. Maybe that's on the tape. It might be. It could be on the tape. (laughs) Bigfoot, maybe. Bigfoot, maybe. It could be Bigfoot. Yeah, probably Bigfoot. Yeah, they should get Bigfoot to start a quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I think he'd do well, but he wouldn't want to be seen for very long. (laughs) (laughs) He would probably hide from the Buffalo Bills, right? Completely. Like I love how they trade like a bunch of first-rounders for the chance to move up and draft Josh Allen and their big starting move is is Nathan Peterman you know what I mean I think Jay Peterman from Seinfeld could be a better Elaine's boss could be a better starting quarterback than Nathan Peterman in the NFL that's but you know who is a good quarterback in the NFL who Aaron Rodgers oh yes Aaron Rodgers is He's amazing. Did you watch that game yesterday? Yeah, that game was incredible. What did you, what did you think of, of that Bears-Packers game yesterday? God, I was really impressed. I thought he it was... did three touchdowns in the fourth quarter, right? Three touchdowns in the fourth yeah, quarter. Yeah, like I think that's fucking nuts. And yeah. it wasn't it like a 70, was it a 72 yard? 72 yard. Yeah. You know, I just hope that Danica appreciates that man. I know, she for better. For everything she he is. She better. Yeah, she She's got to be gentle with him now. Oh, why is that? Oh, yeah, because the knee. Because of the knee. The knee, yeah. There's a whole, like, uh, I remember there was an interview between J.J. Watt and Lindsey Vaughn. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And, like, it's on the red carpet. And J.J. Watt's like, what'd you do during recovery? And Lindsey Vaughn just uh, leans over the microphone. She goes, hand jobs, like lots of hand jobs. And that was, like, her response. I was like, no wonder Tiger likes this chick. That makes so much sense. Yeah, Makes sense, for yeah. sure. Hand jobs are the worst, though. They are. The weather they're better than nothing, man. A hand job in seventh grade is like your life is fucking complete. Well, yeah, yeah that was a big deal in seventh grade. It was grade a huge sure. deal. I remember I didn't give my first hand job until I was like in tenth grade. You didn't give your first hand job yeah. until you were in tenth grade. I didn't grade? see my first like official penis till tenth grade. Oh, that's amazing. During I, the hand job. Yeah, I didn't see my first official penis until tenth grade either. <laughs> I don't know when I got my first job of hand. Job of well, you were like starting early probably as a child. Yeah, I mean, I gave my own job hand <laughs> all the time, but as they say in Reno nine one one, hand job's still a job, right? <laughs> but it's kind of interesting. Like, I think I think Aaron Rodgers is absolutely critical to the league. Like they say, uh, league ratings are down, which is true and not true. It's a bit of a that we are fighting the fake news. It's it's a bit of the it's a bit of that. It's a bit of the it's a bit of the fake news. Like NFL ratings are down, but like that's within the certain context. Like uh, NFL ratings are actually up compared to everything else. Meaning, like in today's digital age, all the ratings are down. Yeah, like all the ratings are down. The NFL's ratings are actually down the least. Like unlike sitcoms. Like NFL games are one of the few things that are propping up traditional uh, media channels, you know, because Lord knows the NFL doesn't know how to use social media. But we will get into that later. I have no idea. Yeah. But the reason Aaron Rodgers is important is because, like, people don't like Tom Brady. No, people don't want to like him. People love to hate him. Yeah, I look at him and I think douche tool. And then the second thing I think is Uggs. I do think of Uggs, too, when I see him. The third thing I think of is Butchin. <laughs> He's a good-looking man. The fourth thing I think of is Marshawn Lynch. Why the fuck didn't you run that goddamn ball in? And the fifth thing I think of is uh, 
the Atlanta Falcons shitting the bed. Those are summarily the five things I think of when I think of Tom Brady. But Falcons like really torchbearer of the NFL, like isn't particularly one of them. And the reason I bring that up is like in this whole NFL like ratings, like you know Trump's like oh my god da, 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 the ratings. Uh, what everybody forgets is that the NFL ratings started to go down specifically the year after Peyton Manning retired. Okay. Yeah. Because America loved Peyton oh, Manning. Loved. They were in a love affair Golden with child. Peyton Manning. Yeah, he could be president of the United States he one day if he wanted to. But um, yeah. So if you think like during the course of an NFL season, how many primetime games Peyton Manning had, it was a lot, like at least five or six. And those were the highest rated games every season. The highest rated games every season, bar none, involved Peyton Manning teams that he was quarterbacking, okay? So as soon as you remove that, you're removing you're removing a decent percentage of your high viewership games. Of course, those are going to be re uh, replaced with other games, but nothing that quite reaches to that. You know, like the best thing I could compare it to is like, uh, like you know when there's a TV show and then like the star leaves that TV show? Yeah. It's just like really weird. It's like not the same thing anymore. It never is. You know, like uh, like on The Walking Dead, Rick is getting ready to leave. Yeah. Like that's so dumb. Who's going to watch Walking Dead without Rick? Completely. There's no point. That's like Superman without soup, without yep. Clark Kent, without Clark Kent. Thank without you. Clark Kent. Yes. Superman without Clark Kent. So like, I don't know. I think I think the NFL is wandering around like Rick right now. <laughs> Just chanting Peyton, like the same way Rick would just say Carl all the time, which is my favorite thing on television. I'm going to miss so much. Carl. 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 There's like so many different ways. So many. I didn't even know. It's like the word fuck. You could emote it in so many different ways. We would have lost Carl if not for him. Carl's to oh. save Carl's life, I would have done anything, anything, anything. <laughs> this oh. guy, this guy's gonna leave Walking Dead? Are you How? kidding me? How? What's, How? Carl, what's gonna happen to Carl? Carl's dead. Damn it. Carl's Carl. dead too. They killed everybody, man. They're full of shit. They're so full of shit, man. How long? I mean, how many seasons? I don't fucking know, dude. How much more can they go? Like, this show is one of those bipolar shows. Meaning yeah. one season can be, like, so good. And then the yeah. next season, just absolute trash shit. Terrible. And, you know, it's like, I think once a show goes bad, like, it's nearly impossible to come back. Like, Heroes, first season, good. And then just each season successfully, like, more shit. Uh, Walking Dead, first season amazing, second season good, and then like kind of uneven. The only show I've seen to come back was Homeland. Homeland actually got good. Home, yeah. After it was shitty, but I don't know. I think the NFL needs Peyton Manning. Can we please get him in the shipment of HGH so he can come back and start tossing some fucking bombs, please? That would be amazing. Yeah. Come back, just killing the game. Just killing the game, baby. But we had uh, so Aaron Ra Aaron Rodgers has a shot to be that because yeah. you don't have anybody who has been able to replace uh, Peyton Manning in terms of charisma, like on and off the field. I think Aaron Rodgers has the best shot. He's dry. He's acerbic. And people don't like Tom Brady because he's a douche tool. Yeah, no. And actually, to prove my point, I have a clip from last week's game in which Tom Brady shits himself so violently that his, his jockstrap and his pants are sagging with so much shit, he's actually unable to throw the ball. Did you know that that happened Wait, did, on Sunday? Did, did he really shit himself? He did. I have You're the clip lying. right now. Lord, do you want to hear the clip? I have the proof. Let me see this. All right, here's the clip. 
Tom Brady shitting his pants this past Sunday. Oh, Brady oh, looking God, sluggish again right today. Not sure what his problem has Blue been lately. 28. Yeah, definitely not looking as strong and virile as he has Blue in the past, Tom. Hot, 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 hike. Brady steps back to pass. He's got an open man at the 40-yard line. And whatever is wrong with Tom Brady just seems to be getting worse. His oh, pants were full of shit. He's Can really, you believe he's that? Likeable there. He's like that is there. so unprofessional. You it's know what very I mean? Unprofessional. It's so unprofessional, Tom Brady. This is why the league is losing its ratings. But yeah, skid that game marks. <laughs> skid marks skid exactly marks for sure. But that game uh, was pretty great yesterday. It's like one of those times you hear those uh, those NFL cliches where they say, "Oh, this has been a tale of two halves." <laughs> like I feel like these motherfuckers like. Like, you could seriously get, like, an AI bot to do most of these games. Oh, for sure. Sometimes yeah. I don't even want to hear their yeah. talk after a while. Chris Consworth, I don't think, can start a sentence without, here's a guy. You know what I mean? Here comes a guy. <laughs> here's a guy who just has led the league in interceptions for the last two years. Here's a guy. But, yeah. Like, uh, Khalil Mack, oh, my God. That first half was one of the most <laughs> amazing, like, defensive like performances ever. Here's what I mean. Khalil Mack is worth two first rounders. If you look at my Colts, how shit they are on defense, one of the five to seven worst teams on defense, you add a Khalil Mack, two first rounders, you're a league average defense right away. Yeah. Just by having Khalil Mack. So like, if you think, I think you have one first round pick, that's Khalil Mack. And then that second first round pick you're giving up is just for the assurance that you have Khalil Mack. <laughs> like number one picks are 50 50 anyways yeah for the most part yeah if you have a young guy who can who can perform at that level that's what the picks are for and that's what your salary cap space is for too yeah like to pay that dude you know what i mean but he was amazing like i think like you remember the 90s uh 90s fox football like yeah. when it was john madden and like yes. pat summerall who was my favorite play-by-play -play guy I love Madden. I know. Like, Pat Summerall just had, like, the most velvety, like, smooth voice. Yeah. There, like, you can't beat a velvet voice. You just can't. I was like, I want, uh... <laughs> I was like, I want this to be my white grandfather. You know what I mean? Grandpa, I know I shouldn't, please. but I just trust old white men. You trust them? Where they're very venerable, and they, like, talk <laughs> like that. Like Andy Matlock or, like, you know, Andy Ma or Matlock or Andy yeah. Griffith and shit. You know what I mean? You're like, I trust you. I like you. I'll trust you. I like you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe old white men. You'll take their candy, whatever. I'll, I I always took their candy. Always. Not which even is a how question. I became a comedian, actually. <laughs> by taking old men's candy. Yeah. Take good spots. But if you remember, like, the 90s Fox Telecom, they had the worst, like, most ostentatious graphics. Oh, terrible. It was, it, like, the halftime show looked like they were broadcasting, like, out of the deck of the Starship Enterprise or something. <laughs> But only in the mid-90s when the CGI wasn't so good to actually, like, render it completely. Totally. You know? But Khalil Mack looked like the fox robot out there. <laughs> he really did. Like, that's how jacked he is. It actually, he moves. Like the fox robot. Moves a little bit. During Thanksgiving. That was Khalil Mack. But I know Bears fans because I grew up in Indianapolis. Like, they are the most delusional fans. Yeah. I guarantee, after, except for Lakers fans, they are the most delusional fans. I guarantee after that first half, they were like, we're going to the Super Bowl. 
for sure. They were like, we're it's done. That's we don't it. even need to have a, the rest of the season. Yeah, I don't even know where the Super Bowl is. Where is it this year? I have no idea. No idea. Jacksonville, book it. We're going to Jacksonville, Let's baby. Just go. You had you had at least I guarantee you two thousand Bears fans who booked their tickets to the Super Bowl in that first half. And then what happened in the second half? They were shocked. They was like, <laughs> I guess I'm still they're he, they're still delusional. They're like, we'll go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Still delusional. Yeah, Khalil Mack is absolutely worth two first rounders. And uh and I think one thing uh who that proves that is it did you watch Hard Knocks at all this year? No. Hard Knocks was amazing. I have a, a two gripes with Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks was really good until the last episode. The most interesting part is when they make the training camp deliberations. Yes. Like we should keep Nassib or we should cut Orchard. They didn't show any of that. You didn't get any of that? We didn't get any of that. That sucks. Yeah, I think John Dorsey, their GM, was just like too old school. He's like, I'm not fucking around with that bullshit. He didn't want it in there? Yeah, so he didn't want it in there. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, don't bring the cameras in. For don't that. bring that in here. Don't bring it in here. Don't bring that shit in here. Yeah, so we didn't get to see my favorite part, which is like the deliberations, which was like, I felt a little bit like... You felt slighted. I felt like a, you know, like like I was a college senior and I got a hand job. Not like I was in a seventh grade hand job. Like I was a Carl senior. Like this isn't good enough. You're like, I, I'm not satisfied. I'm not satisfied with this. But there was a scene, um, there was a scene during the second or second to last or last episode when Khalil Mack uh, got traded. And, uh, and the scene's kind of funny. It's in Hugh Jackson's office, and he's with the coach. And uh, and Hugh Jackson's like, they're going to give him two number ones, two number ones. Oh, my gosh, that's a lot. And Seaman's like, that's the name of the coach. His name is Seaman. Okay. Seaman, all right. Seaman. I didn't do that on purpose. They go, they better get him signed up for the long haul. I didn't know they had that much salary cap room. Jackson responds, $24 million. Uh, Max contract is six-year, 141 extension. Seaman stunned at the price is, Jesus, that's quarterback money. I can't believe there's idiots like that that actually have jobs, okay? Like, you know how everybody has, like, most people have college degrees these yeah. days? We should revoke college degrees. <laughs> you have to give it back. You ha If you do something you retarded— do something stupid. You got to give it back. If you send a voice—what was that thing? <laughs> oh, my God, yes, a voice message what, what to were people. Those, a voice message to yes. people? Or how are guys hitting you up on Instagram now? What was it? Oh, oh, video chatting me on Instagram. Yeah, yeah if you do that— I'm pretty sure the guy that was video chatting me, though, does not have a college what degree. Is, what is he? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Well, maybe he already got it revoked. <laughs> he probably, I hope he did. Yeah, where was he from? What was that? He just hits you. What's the intro on a random IG hit up? I don't, most of them are like, hey. Yeah, just hey. 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 You're pretty. You're pretty. Now, does that work? Have you ever just been like, wow, this guy. Every time. Every time. Every time. There I'm you like, go, hey. Fanatics fan. <laughs> It works every time. It works every time. But yeah, like if you do something dumb, just revoke a college degree. That way college degrees will have value again. Completely. You know? Because right now a college degree is pretty much like a, what a high school degree was in the 70s. Yeah. You know what I mean? You do something boneheaded, you lose your degree. Completely. I think that's brilliant. I think I should run for president in 2020. Sounds good. Joshi.gov. That's okay. going to be it. What's going to be your little <laughs> tagline, your little mess? <laughs> Make America brown again. I don't know. I'm going to give half this country back to the Native Americans. That's that's, that's my be, that's what I'm, that's my biggest thing. White people in Alabama are totally going to go for that. They're going to be really excited, actually. Yeah. Montgomery, Alabama will now be governed by a uh, chief sitting wolf. You know what I mean? <laughs> sitting wolf. That's going to be the new thing. But I'll tell you why that's dumb. The most important uh position in football is obviously quarterback mm -hmm. you know that's most but do you know what that makes the second most important position 
the guy who gets the quarterback. Yeah. You know, you do not have a chance right now in the NFL unless you are able to get to the motherfucking quarterback. Okay. That is the second most important position on the field. It's the only way that you're going to stop Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers is getting consistent pressure on them. In order to do that, you need a stud like Cleo Mack, who may be the best pass rusher of the modern day. So like if I didn't have a quarterback, if I had like Trent Dilfer, or like uh, Sam Bradford, mm-hmm. I was sure as shit made sure I had Cleo Mack. I would have been the first one in line trading for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, that was it. Other notes on the Browns, um, who I think are good, validated me. I was right about so much. You should have listened to the NFL preview because I told you everything that was going to happen, okay? And I don't even believe in astrology, right? <laughs> I told you the Browns would uh, fight the Steelers for the AFC North. First game, they should have won. Right. But the Browns are like the only they, the Browns are the only team that can avoid losing without winning completely. You know what I mean? They are zero one and zero. And I shit you not. This is the best opening day record they've had since 2004. <laughs> that is not a joke. That is not a joke. I wish sure. that was a fucking joke. It is not a joke. But uh, yeah, like Todd Haley offenses are great offenses. The offensive coach of um of the uh, Cleveland Browns, um, but uh, he's a great coach. But Tyrod Taylor is not the kind of quarterback that can run his offense. Tyrod Taylor historically throws one of the fewest interception rates in the history of the league, but he does not throw the ball downfield. He's a game manager for a great defensive team, which the Browns are a very good defensive team but he's not going to be able to throw the ball down the field the way Todd Haley wants to. And if you look at past Todd Haley offenses, like in Pittsburgh with Roethlisberger, like in Arizona, he's the one who developed that Arizona air attack pre-Bruce uh, Arians. You see they move the ball down the field. That's why I think right now today, even though I think Terod Taylor is a great quarterback, one of the most underrated in the NFL, um, I do not think, uh, I think they'll be better with Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield will be able to get that team down the field. And I think, you know, you may see him starting by the end of the year, too. Uh, That being said, Laugh Factory, I'm going to bring in right now the legendary (laughs) Frazier Smith, legendary comic, uh, legendary radio host, the man. Say hi to everybody, Frazier. You're sitting here with me, Sean Joshi, and Lori Douglas, who is here on our NFL uh, Roundup. How's everything going, Frazier? I'm doing well. Do you know the great Fraser Smith, Lori? I don't think I do. Okay, you got to meet Lori and Fraser. Uh, we'll get that hooked up. But Fraser, where were you this weekend? Did you watch any football games? Well, yeah, I went to the Chargers game uh, yesterday. Chargers Chiefs, and um, and what did you see you know, there? My games tonight. I'm a Lions fan, so we're playing the Jets tonight uh, in Detroit. In a game that nobody that. wants to watch. <laughs> nobody wants to see that game. Nobody. That's like the most boring game I could I could think of. Like if you were gonna link up like just shitty NFL games, I think that would be near the top of the list. Probably the worst. Lineup. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. I want to see what uh, Sam, what Darnold looks like for the Jets. We'll see. Yeah, that'll be um, that'll be the I think the most like interesting part of it, right? Yeah. And I had fun at the Chargers game. Chargers dropped a million balls. That was ridiculous. Slide. 
They drop more balls than a proctologist with a hangnail. <laughs> <laughs> but they look good. I think Philip Rivers is going to have a great year. He looks like roll. He was dropping dimes. Wasn't his fault. Wasn't he was his fault. He looked good. But I was impressed with a couple of the Chiefs. Uh, and who was that? Tyreek Hill looks amazing. Tyreek Hill does look amazing. He looks like a Madden character. It looks like something you create in Madden <laughs> rather than a real human being on the football field. Yeah, he was great. And then that guy you were telling me about, Mahomes, he looks good too, the you know, Chiefs' new quarterback. I'm glad you brought that up. See, Frazier and I, uh, you know, I get to go up at the end of the midnight shows on Friday, Saturday here always, and Frazier is hosting those shows. And so we were talking on Saturday night before Frazier was telling me how excited he was to go to the Chiefs-Chargers <laughs> game. And uh, I was telling about Mahomes. What did I tell you before Mahomes threw those four touchdowns that day? Guys, never started a game in the NFL. What did I tell you, Frazier? Told me he had a great arm, which he does. Best arm in the and, league, I think. Yeah, I guess he's a baseball player, too. You know, it really shows. He's got a, a great arm, and uh, Chiefs look pretty good. They look pretty good. I think uh, they're going to be one of those teams that people didn't know they had to look out for that they're definitely going to have to look out for. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the other games that were interesting, I guess, uh, you know, Cleveland uh, still hasn't won a game, but they almost won. <laughs> they didn't lose, though, Frazier. I think that's a step no. in the right direction. Step yeah, in the right direction. it is. And uh, that was too bad it was a tie, but um, they look a lot better. And uh, I thought that Bears-Packers uh, game was amazing. Amazing. It was. I, I, I don't think you could have had a better commercial for the NFL or for Aaron Rodgers. Well, and uh, Mac was as good as advertised. I as mean, good as advertised. And what's going on with your Michigan Wolverines? Did they have a successful weekend? Well, they won pretty big. Uh, Lori would know better. I don't know. I mean, I think they... Uh, is Jim Harbaugh crazy? They, yeah, he is. They still look <laughs> weird to me. Even they won like 49-3, to 3, but I, I th- still don't know if they look great. Yeah, I uh, think... I think Jim Harbaugh is opposite Pete Carroll, which means Jim Harbaugh is crazy and Pete Carroll is like super nice. And both when they come to a team and they're there initially, they're able to have really positive strides and impacts in terms of win and loss. But I think their teams get sick of them after three or four years and they kind of burn out wherever they go. Well, they're personality guys. And yeah, maybe that is the case. I don't know. I mean, Pete Carroll's a friend of mine. Uh, He is a character and I like his kind of positive take. Uh, and uh, Harbaugh went to my junior high. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Did he seemed like the kind of guy who would, like, give people wedgies all the time and shit. The wedgie, bro. Wedgie. Got you, fucker. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I just don't think they look sharp. I mean, uh, Shea Patterson played a lot better the second week than he did against Notre Dame where he was on the run the entire time. Right. Um, you know, I-, I thought he looked much sharper in this game, but... They're playing my alma mater, Western Michigan, and we've been better the last couple of seasons, but we didn't look too good in that game, and uh, uh, Michigan just kind of steamrolled us. I think they were pissed about the week before, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm hoping she has He did have a couple of nice tosses, and, you know, maybe he'll be uh, turn out to be uh, as good as everyone was saying. I sure hope he does, because uh, we're going to need him. We have a tough schedule. And what are your what are your what are your picks on the games tonight? We have Jets and Lions and Rams Raiders. Gotta go Rams, I guess. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen with the Raiders uh, this year. I don't know how Chucky will do. I think Chucky's um, out of his goddamn mind, man. He's a little nutty. Uh, I don't know how he'll do. 
And uh, but I think Rams are going to be great, and uh, I think they win tonight. I got to pick the Lions, man. They're at home, uh, and that's my team. So I'm going with them as uh, odd of a team as they are. I <laughs> I always root for them. Okay, there you have it. The great Fraser Smith, a great man, a respected man. May everybody one day be Fraser Smith. Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> All, right. All right, I'll see you Friday, Fraser. I appreciate it. Guys. We'll miss Thank you on the golf much. course today. Okay, buddy. Well, we'll do that soon, and I'll uh, probably see you at the club tonight. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Yeah. You guys golfing? Fraser's my buddy. We're going to start golfing. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. We're going to start golfing. I'm going to go golf with my dad. He's in time right now. All right, he's in town right now. But yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of uh, Mahomes is my big call. Yeah. Like, I'm so, I make calls all you the like time. You like to make calls? I make calls. <laughs> like I was watching Even Stevens with my brother. My brother used to watch Even Stevens when oh, we were little kids. Oh, that show. Remember that show? Yes. It's great. And I said, I watched it one time. I go to my brother. I say, Sanal, Shia LaBeouf is going to be a star. He's going to. This kid's going to be a fucking star. And what was he? He was a star he there for a, a little bit. He was a star. <laughs> for a little bit. He kind of went a little crazy. He did go a little bit but crazy. But he's talented. I mean, you throw him in a movie, I feel like he would still crush it. Oh, he's good. He's talented. He's Lawless, he, he was so good. Wasn't he in yeah. Lawless? I, it was the one where the things are going after him or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He could have been Bill Murray. Yeah. He could have been Bill Murray. He could have been Bill Murray. Something went off, though. I don't know. Some drugs. What do you think happened to him? I think he took too many drugs. Could it be possible? Got too high in public and just started acting weird. But I like people like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're like just crazy and don't give a shit. I write my best shit when I'm hungover. Yeah, it is true. Sometimes do you either get that moment when you're hungover where you just have no filter and you give no shit. Yeah, like you're just like laying in bed and I'm just be like thinking about my act and I will just like write like the best shit like that. You know, which there you go, kids. If you want to become a, a good comedian or a shitty one who gets spots. Just, just do a, a shitty one drugs. that gets spots. Just do right. a lot of drugs. But um, but yeah. So Patrick Mahomes. I told Frazier Saturday night. Patrick Mahomes throws the best ball in the NFL right the fuck now. Okay. I think this guy's so good he can change the way the position is played. That's how good I think Patrick Mahomes is. I think he's the future of the fucking NFL. Remember who said that. Hashtag Shia LaBeouf. You need to like make yourself a shirt. I need to make and memes and things. Yeah, which by the way, I didn't know it was high holy services at the Laugh Factory downstairs. <laughs> I'm wearing the shirt that says infidel. I didn't know that was happening. <laughs> I hope they don't take the wrong message. I'm like trying to take racist stuff and then like claim it. Claim it? Yeah, like I, I was at this army surplus store buying shit. Mm-hmm. And like, you know how Hot Topic has like all those like plaques of shirts? Yes. They had like those except for, for like racist, like we're going to hunt you down Muslim shirts. Stop it. Yeah, and this one was one of them. It said infidel. <laughs> and I was like You're like, I need it. I was like, I have to have that because I, I look like somebody they would hate. And you should have seen it. I went to buy it at the counter. The guy was so confused. The guy right. <laughs> checked me out. He was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. But You're uh, like, yes. I was like, exactly. But um but yeah, so Mahomes I think is gonna be fucking amazing. And I said my other call after yeah. Shia LaBeouf is you remember the first time Aaron Rodgers played in an NFL game? Do you remember? No. When it was, was that? in Cowboy Stadium. It was against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh-huh. I remember it like it was yesterday. Favre went off with an injury. He came back, obviously. Yeah. But uh, Rodgers came in for a series or two. I think he may have scored a touchdown. But I saw him throw a ball. I was like, 
this guy throws an amazing ball. Yeah, like, look at that. And then, you know, the first game he started the next season when they kicked out Favre, the first game I watched, I said, this guy throws the best ball in the NFL. You know, yeah. and now he's Aaron Rodgers. Look at look at that. Right? Basically, let me be your president. Joshi.gov 2020, <laughs> baby. All right? But, uh, but yeah, so I think Mahomes is going to have that similar type of impact. Yeah. Um, and that's interesting because, uh, you know, just some quick hits before we move on. Uh, speaking of the Cowboys uh, and, and injured quarterbacks, I think the Cowboys totally overestimated Dak Prescott. Oh, 100%. I think they totally overestimated Dak Prescott. Uh, you never know what you have in a quarterback after one year. No. You just don't know. I look at Vince Young and I look at Nick Foles. Vince Young, after his first year or two, you know, in the he's in the same division as the Colts. I said, this motherfucker is going to be a problem. Yeah. We're going to have to deal with this motherfucker yeah, every like, year. He's going to be a problem. He's going to be a problem. He was beating the Patriots in overtime and shit. Yeah. And then you see him drinking tequila without a shirt off and he's out of the league. Like, you don't know what guys are going to be. You know, and Nick Foles, the reason I bring up Nick Foles is his first year under Chip Kelly, he threw 27 touchdowns with like zero interceptions, something crazy. Yeah. And then next year, he goes, shit. You know, and I think the Eagles need to be careful of that. If I've, I, if some way, like you could, sh- you know how you short stock, if you could short Nick Foles, I would do that this year. Because the NFL, as soon as they get tape on you and they can watch you again, they figure you out. And then it's like, you know, when you play offended video games and they level up, yeah. then you got to figure out what they're doing. Completely. And level up. You know, that's what's going on with them. But I think that last year, um, when Romo's last year, they should have gone with fucking Romo. And if he got hurt, then put in Dak yeah. when Romo was ready. Because the one series that Romo played, what the fuck did he do? He scored a touchdown. Yeah. But I'm so, I got so sick of Romo. Really? Why? I just felt like he always shit the bed a little bit. Really? Yeah. But he's also like carrying the team. I know, totally. Like, if you don't have support and you're in the situations yeah. where it's all on you, it happened to Peyton all the time. Yeah. Where it's all on you, it's so hard to do that in those pressure moments in the AFC Championship game. Tom Brady doesn't do it by himself. Yeah. He has the most support in the league. Oh, for he, sure. He only yes. has the greatest defensive coach in the history of the fucking NFL. So it's like, Completely. whatever. But, um, yeah, Jets-Lions, which is boring. We'll see what happens with Darnold. And Rams-Raiders. I think you're going to have a mutiny in Oakland because John Gruden doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. That locker room, if you were a Raiders player and you're watching Khalil Mack go Fox Robot on the entire Packers offense, what the fuck are you thinking? You know what I mean? You could have a mutiny like Denzel Washington and Crimson Tide. <laughs> Remember that Gene Hack, that shit? I just like beast mode. Beast mode. Maybe the only hope they have, Oakland, is beast mode. You know why? Because he's just going to run through a motherfucker's face <laughs> over and over That's again. It's going to just click in my mind that if you just run through somebody's face, a lot of people ain't going to be able to take that over and 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 over that being said, I want to bring in our guest. If he's he, Vince, is he here? Our producer and lovable shithead Tommy is uh, issuing his responsibilities somewhere. We have Vince here to, and the lovely Mike Falzone. Look at him. Hello. Let me look at you, Mike. How are you? You look good. Sit down. We're both wearing very depressing T-shirts today. <laughs> like that one. Wendy's Wednesday. I forgot what I was wearing. <laughs> I forgot what I was. Honest. 
I was watching. Um, Did you I call was, me a guest? What am I to this? You're show? a friend of the show. What am I? Well, we have I'm in format. the icon. You're in the icon. <laughs> I'm in the. You're more than a guest. Then you are more than a guest. My That's my new sir. stand-up credit. Is that I'm in the icon for this. <laughs> you're, you're you're in the icon for, for this. this. Um, I thought about you two days ago. Oh, I think about you more often, but this podcast isn't about that. Well, it was in a very complimentary and, <laughs> and non non-sexual fashion. Oh, never mind. Um, uh, I thought I was watching Jack Ryan. Okay. On Amazon, you know what I mean, and. Uh, they had this scene where Jack Ryan was talking to the analyst next to him, and he was a little like scruffy and shit. Uh huh. And the guy was like, "Oh, da da da, quip, quip, quip." And I was like, "Yo, that should be Mike Falzone, man. I'm the quip guy. The quip. You should be the quip guy in the CIA analyst. That's role. all I want, man. You know I, what I mean? I want to be the quip guy in any show. You should be the quip guy. I was like, Mike should be the quip guy, and then you see him, and you're like, Oh, who's that guy? <laughs> you who's, always recognize him, but you can never guy? place where. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like that. Yeah. So like. I Another think great stand-up quote. Quote. It's a quote. The best quote ever. I'm the quote guy. I'm also six years old. You're also six years old. Me too. Yeah. But I want to bring my. Speaking of six years old, thank you for that segue. <laughs> what could this possibly mean? I don't think I was ever as happy in my life as when I was six years old watching wrestling. You know oh, what I mean? Hell yeah! Good. Like ch- yeah. The whole mythology of good, bad, evil, yeah, like it all existed like within that sphere. You it know? did. Mm-hmm. I learned my morality as you as you should. Rest. There's no I better place. How to lube up? <laughs> I learned how to always look wet. No <laughs> always why. look wet. Lex, Lex, Lex Luger, Lex the narcissist Luger. That guy was always oily, Constantly and he had soaked. the biggest breasts I've seen to this day. Beautiful, symmetrical breasts, just glistening. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just glistening. Yeah, hundred percent true. But I loved it. Like that was just like, like my favorite, favorite, favorite time ever. Yeah, man. It's called the uh, the golden the golden era. The golden era is the nineties of wrestling. Yeah, so early nineties. So it went golden transition to attitude. The attitude era. Golden, and then company almost went out of business because of a steroid scandal, and then <laughs> they decided that they weren't going to be affected by that, and then they start letting people swear on TV. And Just like fun. real sports. Just like baseball. <laughs> yeah. The same thing happened to baseball. The yeah. greatest thing that ever happened to baseball was steroids. Without that, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, where they both just look yeah. like the Incredible Hulk. That like was essentially a tracks. You yeah. know what I mean, dude? That was a wrestling angle. It was a wrestling angle. Yeah, it totally was a wrestling angle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I wanted to bring you in and talk about our favorite '90s wrestlers, man. Yeah, I like how no matter what we you're. The yeah. point of the show is I'm going to talk about this regardless. <laughs> <laughs> like every basketball yeah. episode, every football episode, like, let me tell you why Kevin Durant's a lot like the yeah. ultimate. So what, what, are your, <laughs> what are your thoughts on the changing analytical nature of the NBA? Oh, well, I'll tell you right now. Uh, first of all, let's bring back to Jake, the snake robber <laughs> and what he said about uh, Everest. Yeah, I do like. 90s wrestlers thinking about it puts me in a happy place, happy place. Yeah. And then I'm glad you brought up Jake the Snake. Then you see what happened to 90s wrestlers and they're all <laughs> just broken down like an 84 cut list. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless they just... get a redemption story. Like Jake the Snake Roberts is all good now, but for a, a long time after wrestling. Not. Is he? Because I remember watching the documentary Beyond the Mat. Yeah, that's he doesn't like talking about that. And the whole thing is like <laughs> him meeting his daughter. And it's really sad because yeah. if this documentary wasn't there, he wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, and you can kind of tell. And all his daughter wants is to have a relationship with him. Yeah. 
And like he doesn't even show up for the final meeting, like the documentary. Right. If I remember correctly, well, like that was. Goes, I mean, you you know, documentaries. You, it's a freeze frame of somebody's life at that moment, yeah. and you could choose to go down one of two paths. And he's much better now, but at that time, he's right. That wasn't right. Right. He's. You were just on the phone with Jake. He's doing good now. He's, he's fine. He teaching, sends his he's regards. Teaching Christian ministries. <laughs> yeah. Well, we went out. I lost uh, something. Vinny, you're just like Tommy, Vinny. <laughs> What's up? Are we still recording here? We are recording right now? There we go. Okay, there we go. Just yeah. like Tommy, fucking up the show whenever possible. We love you, Vinny. Do you fit right in. You fit, you fit right in, man. Um, but uh, There's so many things that that depend on one, the one tiniest cord I've ever seen. Yeah. And, and our democracy is kind of <laughs> like yeah, that right we're now. hanging by a cord. You know what I mean? There's hanging the- by a cord. <laughs> You know that Lifehouse song, Hanging yeah. by a Cord? <laughs> John Kelly listened to that while he cut the you know, the nuclear phone. To yeah. the White House. Yeah. Trump picks it up. He's like, all right, it's time to bomb Canada. Okay, let's bomb again. Let's bomb him again. <laughs> they tell him that they send the bombs every week. Yeah. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> They're still tweeting. Do it. Yeah. But, you know, that's so funny because, you know, Trump, a lot of his branding in the 90s, he came up. The WWE gave him a platform. Dude, McMahon's yeah. are great friends with him and shit. two... I think he hosted two WrestleManias yeah. at, at Trump Plaza. Yeah. In like uh Now yeah, people look down uh on wrestling in America the same way they look at Duck Dynasty. Uh-huh. But another one of my early calls, another one. I watched the first episode of Duck Dynasty. I was home for the weekend and I'm watching like first episode of Duck Dynasty, second episode of Duck Dynasty, third episode of Duck Dynasty. <laughs> my dad goes, What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Why are you watching this shit? And then I lived lived in Europe and we're watching in Portugal and we're we're walking in Portugal and Lisbon and they have Duck Dynasty posters up in Portugal premiering. My dad was like, I guess you know something. And the thing wasn't so much like I liked it, but you understand America through its media. You know what I mean? And I think you can understand a lot of America through the WWE. You could get the rise of Trump and his appeal to a certain type of voter if you've ever seen him on that show. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. But uh, that's so interesting you bring up Jake the Snake Mm -hmm. because a lot of people don't know this. If Jake the Snake was not such a flunky or whatever, we may have never had Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, hundred percent. It was the oh, king. I almost pulled that exact. <laughs> what are the chances that I don't pull that soundbite? It was the King of the Ring. I believe. 1996, King of the Ring. And and uh, I was gonna give you a little bit of shit about your list, but that was in '96. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, Jake the Snake didn't show up, and that's when. Uh, or he did show up, but he was a he couldn't wrestle for an extended period of time because he was kind of a drunk at that point, and he didn't even like <laughs> oh, he shit. didn't even take his shirt off. He was like <laughs> he was out of shape, and he was like uh, he was kind of like born again Christian at that point. Yeah. So then, and he was saying yeah. all this Jesus stuff, right? Yeah. He was quoting the Bible a lot. Yeah. And then uh, Steve Austin ended up going uh, over oh, on gosh. him, and uh, during. And he, that was one of the, the line, tournament. but yeah. the famous line came because Steve Austin was making fun of him, and he's like, "Yeah, and Austin three sixteen is about to stamp all over yeah. your ass." And then they put it on a T-shirt, and then they made more money than anyone's ever yes, made selling exactly. anything, <laughs> exactly. except for this infidel shirt right here. Right, that's the second largest. God, I'm so impressed by the shit that I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm so you impressed. Do have a lot of things bobbling around. Up there. I know, right? Like you're I'm just this way about wrestling, and and you're this way about. Yeah, don't All give sports. me don't get me started on Bernie Sanders campaign manager. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, oh f. 
Democrats elect somebody electable in 2020. Okay, moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 90s wrestlers. My favorite thing about uh, at 90s wrestlers is how fake some of their bits were. Yeah. But at the time, people still thought, like some people still thought it was real. Yeah, like this you know guy what really I mean? works for the IRS. <laughs> yeah, like taxman or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I pulled two clips that are, are uh, designed to be bad I ones. Have them, I got yeah. the IRS one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the tax man talking to the undertaker, <laughs> as you do. Of course. Because you which can't avoid un- anything but death and taxes. Thank uh, you very much. Vince oh, McMahon, my right God. I'm so mad I didn't put that together. <laughs> I'm so fucking mad. And then the other one, possibly worst one of all time, is the repo man. The repo man. Who was a, a repo man. <laughs> 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 and he just talked about how, like... Oh, that's amazing. He would, like, creep around wrestlers' houses and steal their trash cans. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> repo man. I also like Big Boss Man. Big Boss Man. The, who was a prison guard. Yeah, semi-racist you know I mean? cop. Who was semi-racist cop. <laughs> Eddie the Model Martell. Uh-huh. Was Rick another, the Model Martell. Rick the Model Martell yeah, yeah, yeah. was another good one. Like, like... And now it's kind of like realistic and everyone knows. Everyone just has a first and last name now. Yeah, yeah, Jeffrey Daniels. (laughs) Yeah, but back then there could have been like a guy just named The Fish. (laughs) Who is a human fish. Jeffrey the Fish And I would have been a little kid be like, that's real, guys. That's There's real fish fish. out there probably. So I don't know how Hulk Hogan's going to beat him. You breathe underwater. (laughs) He's he's a fucking fish. All right, so which one should we do first? Should we do the IRS uh, tax man? You could do the, the bad man? ones first, and then the rest of them kind of make sense in, uh, in okay. order. Okay, okay, okay. I think the here's Repo Man. Let's Repo do, Man. Repo Man, whose gimmick was, <laughs> remind us. Oh, here he is. Big boss man, you know, I really... Well, well, how would you describe what he's wearing, first of all? What is this? It's a trench coat. What is that, And then he's covered in tire tracks for some reason. He looks like (laughs) a raper. Yeah, raper man. Raper man. And then he's on his shoulders, he's wearing, like, tires. Yeah. Why is that? Because he has to have a truck. Yeah, he has to have a tow truck. He used to carry the tow part around with him. Really? Never hit anyone with it. Never just carried it. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> know, right? What a shame. Such an op- maybe he would have won a match if he Probably. actually hit somebody with it. That's a, can you imagine you like work so hard <laughs> yeah. to make it to the WWE yeah. and then you walk in and they give you your gimmick and yeah. you're just like, okay, I'm the real Dude, I'm the yeah. Jake the Snake didn't want to be Jake the Snake. He was just Jake Roberts in uh, Mid-South Wrestling, I think, or yeah. Smoky Mountain or wherever he was. Right. And Vince McMahon was... He, he he dressed in like a karate pants and shit back in the day. And Vince McMahon was like, we're going to give you these green spandex and we're going to give you a snake to carry to the ring. And he's like, well, that's not going to happen because I'm afraid of snakes. I'm not going to carry a snake from state to state on planes right. and shit like that. Yeah. Right. And he's like, oh, well, that's too bad because we're going to pay this person uh, millions of dollars to do this. And he's like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah. I love snakes snake now. Phobia. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. That's exactly how it happened. That's great. Yeah. Repo Man. Repo. You don't steal from nobody. And I like that. That's just like me. But you know, a lot of people think I am. I'm pretty sure this is now a reality show on the Discovery Channel. This is a confessional. Do you think I like that? You're right. I love it. He's going to repossess a human being. He's going to repossess a I think that's called slavery, bro. That's exactly what that's called. We legislated that during Brown versus Board of Education, (laughs) Repo Man. (laughs) Trying to get people back. That's not going to (laughs) work. And then then we have IRS Man with, uh, who is he with? 
this is him cutting a promo on The Undertaker. He's standing in a graveyard next to a coffin for oh. some reason. And you could stop this whenever it gets boring. What's that? <laughs> you could stop this whenever you Back, want. He's ready okay, for okay. action. And, uh, no out. I love how Vince... Oh, here he is. Ready to dig up a little competition, I would suggest. Yeah. Well, you know... I'm sure that everyone's taking it back. Everyone's week, repossessing. Your headstone, so that, the that was, was the first Bush economy, guys. Am I right? And his name is also Irwin R. Schuster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just so it works six different ways. That's what works different ways. I disagree because it's a fact of life. That people, uh, whether actually living not or deceased, <laughs> have to pay IRS. You know, if your beneficiaries would have paid your burial tax oh instead of splurging on this magnificent casket in the first place, I would. They be all act like porn actors. Yeah, yeah. they have the same but dialogue delivery. Yeah, there's no difference. Porn actors and then he fucked the Undertaker. And, time again. and then he had sex with the Undertaker. <laughs> he delivered the Undertaker a pizza, and then they had sex. <laughs> repoed that. <laughs> he repoed his virginity. <laughs> yeah, if I was the repo man, I'd be kind of pissed. Like IRS, why are you stealing my gig over here? You oh, know he was, I know completely. <laughs> he's like, probably fired a week after that. <laughs> I wish we could find Repo Man. Let's find what happened for what, Repo Man for next week. What's going on? What do you think he's doing? I have that no in high school idea. gyms, probably. Probably the he's exact probably same thing. Around. Making more money than he ever has. Traveling, <laughs> traveling the world. Yeah. He's probably booking a comedy club somewhere. I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, he's probably doing great. He has a credit. He's on TV. He's got for a years. credit. He's got a fucking credit. He's got a credit. He's got more than me. Right. Yeah. Well, now there you are. You you are our NFL segment. Um, <laughs> So I wanted to talk to you about your top five nineties wrestlers. Yeah, it's very you try, or just like try. Who are your guys that you liked? Let These me are the guys that I like was enamored with as a little kid for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's uh, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Randy Savage, the Ted DiBiase, Million Dollar, Million Dollar Man, Man, who was good. always a bad guy, but like a magnificent bad guy. He was a bad guy you liked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he had a slave. He had no, because he paid him. <laughs> Like a lot. Do we know that? He was doing great. Oh, Virgil got paid. He yeah. wore sequins all the time. Uh, okay, okay. If you wear, <laughs> if you wear sequins, sequins, you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was always borderline racist, <laughs> but like over the borderline over yeah, to the yeah. racist part. You had one foot on like each <laughs> yeah. each side of that of that racist. Like, yeah, yeah. But the, I mean, the WWE that was part of its charm in the '90s, yeah. like Yokozuna, Tatanka. Yeah. Like, Yokozuna, I, who was not even Japanese. <laughs> was Yokozuna Samoan. was a Japanese. He was a Samoan man. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And uh, that was one of the greatest. But he got gimmicks. his comeuppance. The uh, million dollar man was beaten up uh, by his manservant Virgil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, at the end of it, so everything's all well yeah. and good. That was <laughs> real. It's all great now. Django Unchained. <laughs> <laughs> he walked into the ring. He shot him twenty seven times. <laughs> I love, I love Django. But uh, I think Tarantino's done. Maybe creatively, I, I love. You think so? Too many racist things. I don't think Tarantino's racist at all. Actually, mm. I, I kind of I kind of reject that uh, premise outright. Sure. I think you know if you're depicting uh, that time and that period, you have to be honest about it. And yeah. whitewashing that yeah. period actually does more disservice. Mm-hmm. I think you know Samuel L. Jackson talks about it more competently than I do. But um, 
moving on. What were we talking about? Tatanka. Yeah, sure. I fucking love Tatanka. Who was actually Native American. Who was actually Native American. He was one of the most popular guys. But I think one of the greatest gimmicks in the 90s was you can't knock Yokozuna down. Oh, remember no. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, you can't knock Yokozuna yeah. down. And Your you boy the, Lex Luger built his whole career off of half slamming Yokozuna. Half slamming Yokozuna. But the first on one. On a to battleship. The first. <laughs> on a battleship? Because it was like pro America or something. Yeah. Dude, he, he lost a match. But he slammed him, and then everyone carried him off like he won the match. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like the next day the company was like about to be going out of business. Going out of business. Yeah. I love those the outdoor pay-per-views in the 90s. There was oh, yeah. something about like the sunshine. Bacon in the sun. Yeah. Eddie the model Martel. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? But um, yeah. Okay. So who are your top five guys? Okay. The first person who knocked down Yokozuna is number one on my list. Okay, but go ahead. I'll get to mine after you do yours. Think about it. See if you can get it. I can't remember. Okay, (laughs) chew on it. But who are your top five or top guys from from that period? Uh, Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage. You're going one. Go five to one. Have a little sense of drama here. I know. I don't. I can't rank. Jesus. Yeah. Be like Buzzfeed. I was obsessed with. (laughs) (laughs) Which uh, early '90s superhero are you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh. I can't rank them, man. It was tough enough oh, for me, me to pull Give me your first. grouping. Give me your grouping. This is the grouping. Well, I started it five times, so who are the bottom two? Hulk, uh, Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man Randy Savage. Yes, yeah, I. Uh, there's Brett the Hitman Hart, who is never, not on here. Ever. There's, uh, you know, Ted DiBiase, Million Dollar Man. Great. And uh, Stone Cold is kind of to the latter half. We could do a whole different show that's the latter half of the 90s. Well, yeah. That's why I was kind of going to give your list a a little bit of shit. Because I consider Hogan to be 80s. Sure. Because I know Hogan's throughout every period. But I think he's definitively entrenched in the 80s right next to Andre. It depends on so many different things. I think Hollywood Hogan, maybe you can say that. And that's like 96 is his reinsurgence as a bad guy. No one in the world thought Hulk Hogan would ever be a bad guy. Yeah, And then that kind of... He was past his physical prime at that point and yeah. then he blew he would up just again. do leg drops like that's all he that's it i'll that was fall it. on leg my drops. spine for the next yeah and like years. and like they had to sell like this leg drop was the most powerful leg drop yeah. oh my god because hogan hit the fucking leg. leg drop <laughs> right, yeah. like my worst favorite finishing move of all time was the people's elbow because it yeah. makes no fucking sense another one of the most popular people in the world but the yeah. rock is such a great salesman like the oh, whole yeah. thing like me and my brother in the basement it was my Theatrical. favorite one yeah yeah, you were doing it with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was great. So Yeah, I mean there's late nineties and early nineties and Yeah. Uh yeah, but you're not wrong. Yeah. And uh did you have anybody else on your list? Probably. Yeah. It's okay. everyone. I just love wrestling. Man. I ranked them because I didn't cop out of the bit. Sure. <laughs> Dude, come on, man. I was giving you time codes a second ago. Now you're giving me shit. I have so much to do today, Sean. No idea. I have my five to one as uh, number five. I have, I might switch them at the last second. I'm going to critique this fucking list too. Do it. Number five. uh, uh, Someone may be open to the criticism I gave you. Mankind. I have Mankind at number five. 
I think I think he is probably the most underrated wrestler of all time. Special move for the was moments sticking they, his hand in somebody's mouth after sticking <laughs> it down his pants to get a sock that he'd been keeping in his crotch the Absolutely. whole time. But the amount of physical duress this guy went out and the way he sold out yeah. and the way he he was the first one to, I think to bring over the Japanese school of thought and kind of popularize that wrestling mm-hmm. in the mainstream. Fantastic. Number four, Steve Austin, the man who brought the company back. I think the greatest line in the history of the WWE, but that goes more 2000s, so which I wasn't so sure about well, including not, I mean, 98, 99. Yeah. Even like before that, 96, 97, when he's, he came yeah. in as just this lackey for the Million Dollar Man, and they didn't let him talk, and then they let him go after he broke his own heart, broke his neck, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, and didn't he have like long blonde hair, too, or something? He had long blonde hair in WCW, though. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, keep going. Yeah. Number three, who I think is actually the greatest WWE, or I still say WWF, mm-hmm. superstar of all time, is The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. I think he's the greatest of all time. Because can you imagine how shit of a gimmick that is? That is oh, yeah. it's just as bad as Repo Man yeah. and Tax Man. Yeah. You're he, a dead guy. And you're, you're a dead guy. <laughs> you're a tall and your, dead guy. Your partner's name is Paul Bearer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the most 90s pairing yeah. in the world. And he was able to take that into just being like, you know, an, a cultural icon. Yeah. Run with it. You yeah. know what I mean? But they, they completely fucked up his... Uh, his undefeated streak. Number two is actually my most hated wrestler. He's like, I hate him on the same level I once hated Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson. <laughs> but it's hard. For the same reason. It's, it is for the same reason, actually. And like, I hated Phil Mickelson, you uh-huh. know? Be, but now I have a begrudging respect for him because yeah. he's like the last guy from that era. Sure. And same thing with Tom Brady from his battles with Peyton. Now I have this like begrudging. They remind me of those older times, yeah. right? And it is the good old times. It is Shawn Michaels. Oh, yeah. Okay. I fucking hated Shawn Michaels, dude. Yeah. One and of the best like performers it. of all time. Yeah. His intro. Just a big ass boy. Yeah. I'm just your boy. <laughs> dude, originally it was his female manager singing. Yeah. They recorded her singing his theme music. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. she got let go. And then he sang his theme music. But it was the same. Wait, words. that's Shawn Michaels doing <laughs> yeah. that voice? Are you serious? Yeah, man. Absolutely. I didn't know. Yeah. This is why I'm here. And then number one. <laughs> Friend of the show. <laughs> number one. Yeah. Who do you think the number one is then? If Yours? I so hated Shawn Michaels. If you so hated Shawn. Oh, Bret Hart. Bret the fucking Hitman Dude, Hart. Dude, Bret was a hero. The greatest wrestler in the history of wrestling coming out of the Hart gym yeah. and the great Hart family Don't is you. Bret the Hitman Hart. Cared about the kids? Yeah. <laughs> He would give, he'd give, give his glasses to the kids. Sign, sign <laughs> stuff for the kids. I, I love how bitter he is now. He's just so bitter. Yeah. Because, you know, we could, you could do a whole thing on Bret Hart, really. Yeah. But, like, uh, but, you know, he was the last of that golden era before the Attitude. Mm-hmm. And I think the Attitude era kind of ended his career along with the fact that Goldberg doesn't know how to wrestle. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and, like, hurt his neck or whatever. Uh-huh. But And if you still talk to him now, he's like, I just wanted to be the good guy who the kids could look up to. I didn't want to be like F this yeah. and like F that and yeah. like tits and ass and everything. So he was the last one of that kind of like pure mm-hmm. wrestling era. And he, I think, you know, there's like so-called the smart wrestling fans. I think they look down on Bret Hart now because he had zero mic skills. Yeah. Like the worst mic skills in the history of mic skills. <laughs> sure. You know, I love his tagline though. Uh, what is it? Well, the best exact. there is. The best, best there was, was the best, best there ever, ever will, will be. be. I say that to myself in the mirror every morning and every <laughs> night. It's a great way to start your it's All my, right, Sean, it's my here we mantra, go. right? <laughs> the best there is. The best, 
hysterical. It was good. And then his other one was what? The excellence of execution, excellence right? Excellence of execution. Yeah. But I'll tell you, he may have been a shitty storyteller on the mic, but he was the best storyteller in the room. Dude, ring. it was amazing. He told a story from the beginning of the match. I'm getting chills just there. To the end of the match. He yeah. told a story, you know? And that story, and the way he did it is, you know, you'd hit him in the knee. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my God, he took damage to his knee. Then he'd start limping with his thing. And then that knee would get so bad and you would have to overcome it. So you felt right. like you were overcoming it with him. Right. Yeah. You felt that sense of triumph yeah. with him. Yeah. Like the punches actually mattered. He, what he was <laughs> you know good I mean? at is yes, what makes sure. wrestling good. And yeah. that's the, the same thing that makes the fucking ice capades good. It's right. like you're in an arena and you have to make the the people sitting at the very top of the arena understand the story you're trying to yes. tell just as well as the people sitting in the front row. Right. No one can hear the announcer like you can at home. So you have to actually, you know, you're doing your segment of television in a ring with no sound. Right. And it's a beautiful thing. It's the thing that gets like the most overlooked with all the theatrics and stuff like that. But it's, you know, it's a skill and it's. It awesome. absolutely is. They say the same thing about gay porn. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's a skill. Also sure. a skill. <laughs> yes. No, uh, yeah, I agree with you. Uh-huh. No, I totally agree with you that. And so if we want to pick some clips here that you pulled, what are the ones that you think really tell the story of the 90s? Rush? Give me give me a couple of them that you think would bring people back or if for younger listeners, they would kind of get the sense of what it was like in that era. So play the. you have to kind of play and describe what's happening in the Macho Man clip. Okay, or not Macho, Macho Man clip. Uh, the Ted DiBiase clip. The, you want the Ted? You got? You want the Ted DiBiase clip? Okay. Yeah. Do that, and then do Jake the Snake. We'll do Ted DiBiase, and we will do Jake the Snake. Okay. Oh my! Should I read the title oh of this? God, yes. Should I read the title of this? You should. Play? This is perfect. I'm so glad we were talking about this earlier because it intros it perfectly. Here he is with Virgil, his man. And the title of this is Ted DiBiase, the million dollar man wrestler, humiliates little black boy, offers him $500 to bounce. This is the most evil thing. (laughs) It wasn't even, it's not even racist. It's just the most, the title is definitely putting that spin on it. But this is the most evil thing that the million dollar man character ever did. And then the interview afterwards is like his comeuppance. From okay, that. okay, okay. Just tell me if any of this doesn't count. <laughs> it looks like a lot of money to most of you people. And as I look around the crowd, it's obvious to me that most of you would do. So this is what he used to do. For a little bit of my he used money. to pull people from the crowd and, and offer money to do degrading things. Oh my God. So here, if you want to fast forward a little bit, it's he pulls like a little boy. Before it's time. Kind of. He pulls a little boy out of the audience. Oh. And he's like, if you could dribble this basketball 10 times in a row, I'll give you $500. Okay, okay. I think I have it right here. Go ahead. All right, all right, all right. Sean. 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 Okay, My school Sean. was so white that you I was the black. <laughs> <So> this, <laughs> yeah. this could have been me in Indiana. You could have dribbled the basketball yeah. 10 times. You can dribble a basketball, okay? There's so no air in the basketball. Give me the basketball. Now let me see. Can you dribble that basketball 10 times? Let me see you dribble a basketball 10 times. He did it. Three, four, yeah, but five, the six, offer wasn't seven, set yet. Yeah. Oh, ten. my God. Okay, pick the ball up, Virgil. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do, Sean. If you can dribble this basketball 15 times consecutively without missing, 
Sounds like a good deal. <laughs> I will do that right now, DiBiase. Doesn't it? Fifteen times. Okay, Sean. Fifteen times. Ready? Go. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. He kicked the ball. He kicked the ball. What a piece of shit. What a piece of shit. And that's how you go heal, ladies and gentlemen. So now, what are you thinking? I want to see that dude who humiliated that little boy in front of his mom. He's crying afterwards. They walk him back. I want to see that dude get his fucking ass kicked. Yeah. And then you show up. And you, you either buy a ticket to go to WrestleMania or you absolutely pay for that on pay-per-view. And that's how wrestling makes money. Absolutely. So now play the Jake the Snake thing. Okay, should I play this one from the top? Yeah, do it while you're still mad at, at Ted Oh, DiBiase. fuck this guy. Fucking DiBiase. <laughs> Can't believe that. Jake the Snake Roberts, the match is at hand. Only. <laughs> Ted DiBiase. Here we are at WrestleMania. And it's the biggest match of your career. Why? Because everything you stand for is on the line. Porn star delivery. Complete. Belt. Yeah. He fucked a lot. Oh, yeah. <gasps> it can be yours once oh, again. You see, all you have to do to get it back mm. is go through Damien. Is it strange that I'm turned on but right you now? See, you should and I be. Don't forget, we remember all the times you made people grovel for your money. These were people far less fortunate than you. People who could use your money for essentials. And what did you do? You made fun of them. You humbled them. And you humiliated them. Well, now it's my turn. I'm going to make you beg, DiBiase. You oh, yes. God, did you see his eyes, too? He said that with his eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Hell this yeah. time, you'll be the one that's humbled. This time, you'll be the one that's humiliated. Grubbles. <laughs> You will be the one that grovels for the money. And how appropriate. What's a grovel? That the money you grovel for is your very own. <laughs> a victim of your own greed. Why? Yeah. Who the fuck is he? Ansel Adams? Like, who the <laughs> hell is it? <laughs> yeah, he would quote fucking Langston, serious shit. Langston oh, yeah. Hughes yeah. over here. What the fuck was that, yeah, man? Yeah, man, if you do enough drugs at the right time... <laughs> <laughs> Get all that was great, that. and I want to give a special shout out to Razor Ramon, who is who is also who, one, who, is, who could just be with missed, us today. I had to make hard choices on my cut, and I slaved over that cut. I was like, "Who's not going to make it, man?" And do you know the mental anguish I went through? Yeah, man. Not and you didn't put yourself through that same mental anguish, <laughs> no, dude. That's been all the years of my life have been making that decision. I wake up and I'm like, "Who are my favorite wrestlers of the early '90s?" Yeah, Every man. day. <laughs> Now you know what my life is Not like. Day, yeah, man. But thank you for coming through my closet. We're going to do some news. You want to stick around for some news or you got to bounce? Around. Okay. We are going to do some news. Shithead Tommy is gone. So Lori Douglas is going to do the news for us. Let's get a little news music before we play. Get into a little news mood over here. As soon as this Airbnb ad is is done playing. Because oh, you know what I want to hear? You want to know what I, you want to know what? I want to hear what do you want to hear? What I think of when I see you, Mike. <laughs> Singing his own theme. <laughs> Just love it. How did I not know this was not Shawn Michaels? I didn't know. Imagine him in the studio, like dancing to them. Oh, I can. He looks drunk all the time now. <laughs> yeah. Up and down this. 
This is like when I realized the Letterman writing is actually Letterman writing. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't put that together, like, at all. No idea. I had no idea. All right, what are we doing? Our first news of the week. Go ahead, take it away, Lauren. I'm dyslexic, so this is going to be rough. Twins. Yes. (laughs) Fantastic. So we had the U.S. Open. Yes, the U.S. Open. Yeah. Did you guys see... Serena Williams get penalized. Saw clips. I did. Yeah, she got penalized. And then people were saying it was sexist. Yes. What did she get penalized for? She like argued a call or something? Well, she they said that she was coaching. She was getting coached up, which isn't allowed. I didn't know that wasn't allowed. Uh-huh. But she was supposedly getting hand signals. From, from the coach. her coach. Okay. The coach. And Wait, then, she is allowed to have a coach, but the coach can't yeah, do they can't job. coach. Her. They <laughs> can't can't do she job. can't even look at him. <laughs> sure. Yeah, so then then she slammed her racket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then but it's it's a complete double standard because men get angry all the time and they do and not only are they not penalized. She was penalized an entire fucking game. Yeah. What? Yeah, she was penalized an entire game, not just a point, but an entire game. Here's Serena at uh talking about it uh actually on court. They picked up the audio. Here's what she told the WTA officials. Yeah, and she's right. To lose a game, an entire game in a U.S. Open final when it was tied Mm 3-3 is fucking insane. And it's like, uh, it's crazy the way how antagonistic uh, tennis is towards Serena Williams. If you remember Indian Wells getting booed by the racist crowd. Mm -hmm. And then you have uh, this year, the French Open decided that she couldn't wear her full bodysuit because it was inappropriate. It's a full bodysuit. Yeah, make sure you're in a skirt. You want her to wear a fucking burqa? Like, what should she be wearing? You know what I mean? So I I can't think of another sport which antagonizes it's star player in yeah. such a manner. The last time I've seen such a thing is when Steve Austin was going <laughs> up against. And what did he and do? Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. Remember what Vince McMahon used to do to Steve Austin? That's what tennis is doing to Serena Williams. Well, we all know what Serena has to do then. It's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Stone cold stunner in the middle of the court. I'm going to give her. <laughs> I'm going to give her a chair. And I'm going to say, you know, leave your tennis racket over here. Take yes. this chair out there. Yes. Do business. Yes. It. <laughs> it was sad, though, because whenever she lost, the girl who won, what was her name? Uh, uh, Naomi Osaka. She was sad. Like, she was like, I'm sorry that I won. That's it, how it ended? Yeah. Yeah. It was, that's, oh, that's fucking horse shit. It was very sad because the entire crowd was booing. Right? Yeah. So and then, then during like the Osaka acceptance speech. Yeah. Osaka couldn't even. She was probably going to win the match anyways. You never know. Yeah. When it's tied 3-3, tennis is self-contained in every point. Yeah. Serena ever, absolutely could have came back and win. But it looked like Naomi was probably going to win. Sure. But she was robbed of this great moment because of this dickhead umpire who has some issues uh, with the Williams sisters. He actually gave Venus uh, the same violation like five, six, seven years ago. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, racism is kind of like money. There's like old money and new money. Uh huh. Yes. Like tennis is like old racism. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's going back like to the gentry, to the country club days. Yeah. So they've always kind of like had to had to put up with shit. 
But it's just like, it's crazy that, you know, they're still dealing with that shit to this day. Even know? just from like a showman perspective, like you're, there's this tournament and was it the finals of the tournament? Yeah. Yeah. To end the finals of a tournament on a call like that? Yeah. Well, it's fucking ridiculous. It was in the second set. It wasn't like the game. Sure, match, sure, sure. But it was in the last set that Naomi Osaka won. Right, right, It was right. tied 3-3 three, three, and then she gave, he gave the game to Osaka for it 4-3. Uh-huh. Because he called her... Uh, she, because she was, you know, arguing with him about that, which is absolutely yeah, ridiculous, like yeah. especially in a fight that yeah. shouldn't happen at a challenger ATP event in Slovenia. No, man. Let alone the U.S. Open Finals on center court. It's no. crazy. Yeah, man. crazy. But what else? Djok- Djokovic won too, um, but he's back. You know, Djokovic is the best tennis player in the world. Also, now, dude, this is kind of bad. But who's who's gonna remember? Who was who was Serena playing? Naomi Osaka. You think in a hundred years they're going to be talking about both of them or one of them? Well, we don't know. It's her first match. She's twenty years old. Okay. Yeah. Well, good luck winning a thousand yeah, yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, to be a legend. Oh, I mean, yeah, great. I'm sure. sure she's amazing. But yeah, like, yeah. well, you know what's in, what, like? It's it's such an interesting story. There's so much to unpack because Naomi Osaka is half Haitian, half Japanese, okay. yeah. whose hero growing up was Serena Williams. Oh, yeah. Serena yes. Williams, who paved the way. For like minority women yeah. in tennis, I'm just happy yeah. there were no white people in this match. <laughs> <laughs> there was the umpire. <laughs> ah! Like, oh, that makes perfect sense. I'm the one deciding this. Yeah, I'm exactly. He's like, no, <laughs> me. Turning around on the ground, right, white people. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's like, uh, no, just let them play the game. Please, we like really just wanted a good game. Yeah, man. Yeah. Terrible. Okay. Terrible. What's our next news story, Lori? Next one. In our dyslexic news. In the dyslexic news, we go deep. I hate, I don't want to mispronounce all these like amazing try, players' try, names. Try, it's try, so embarrassing. Try to read the Boris. As it is. Yeah, yeah. So Boris' career ended. Is that right? Boris Diaz's yeah. NBA career. Yes. In break, 14 seasons, five different teams. He's 36. What are you it. seeing? Like, what, what are your dyslexic? What are you seeing? Are you like Floyd Mayweather and you can't read? I just can't read at all. <laughs> Dude, did you do... I'm always interested to see like what dyslexic brains look like. Because you know Jamie Masada, the owner of the Laugh Factory, uh-huh. is dyslexic too. And he was just tells me about how hard it was in school. All the that great people, ones are dyslexic. People Everybody would think that, that he was dumb. And it's like he would be like in Israel when he was young or Iran. And be like, no, I'm not dumb. It's just like it figured out later that he was actually dyslexic. And yeah. So, Dude, yeah. I used to get so embarrassed in school and I would read like, you know how they section off like yeah. you get the, the first paragraph yeah. and then by the end of the row we'll have the whole page. Like I would read my paragraph a thousand times and then I was also kind of stupid. Yeah. So I would read the wrong <laughs> Same. paragraph. Yeah, you like read the wrong, you like yeah. practiced yeah. everything and then you're like, yeah. oh, fuck, I did the wrong. I, I, I did the wrong count. does next? <laughs> you're like, oh my God. You just read the same thing that someone just read again. Yeah. You're like, this one, I practice. This, no. I'm doing the one I know. I did the one I know. <laughs> yeah. I feel like sometimes too, you don't want to look like you're trying. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, so you're just like. Casually like. Like, you know, Shaquille O'Neal's <laughs> yeah. former wife. You know what happened. You know. I'll reiterate it real quick. <laughs> yeah, but do it, it, yeah, you're doing great. Do your job. <laughs> just do, <laughs> do your, your job. Just job. do your job. <laughs> just do it. Tell us what Huck Finn did. Huck Finn retired. Huck Finn Huck retired. retired. <laughs> Huckleberry Finn. So he's bounced from team to teams, four teams. In his first nine seasons. I love this. You're so, you're awesome. High five. So who is this dude? Continue on. This is Boris Diaw. Pop in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Boris Diaw, uh, it was part, I think he's best known for his championship days with the San Antonio Spurs. Um, 
So Manu Ginobili retired this summer, mm-hmm. and Boris Diaw retired, which is very sad because when Manu retired, that was the first bald man in the NBA to retire, or the only current bald man. Uh-huh. And now the only NBA player with breasts has retired. Oh, that's too bad. We'll get so that's very sad. Him. You know what I mean? Like he just had, like he's the only guy you could see running down the court, and his breasts would just be like flopping sure. because he's French. He just likes wine and cheese. What is he gonna do? Condition, what? dude. That was me freshman year in high school. Yeah, just me and my boobs. But my <laughs> sports bras. Yeah, yeah. Me too. That was eighth grade when I discovered white chocolate. <laughs> I swear to God, I'll get those white chocolate chips at the grocery store. I would eat them by the back bowl. I got the cutest little breasts. Oh shit! Like, I got these cute little teacup titties. You know, <laughs> yeah. Just you enough to fill. Titties? Just enough to fill a teacup. You know what I mean? Adorable. That's all you need. But my favorite uh, Boris Diaw moment of all time is brought to you by none other than Bill Walton. He's my favorite. And here he is, <laughs> Bill Walton. Tommy! What's going on? The clip's not working. That's okay. Let's move on. It's Bill Walton uh, comparing Boris Diaw to the Fifth Symphony of Beethoven. Oh, I've heard that one before. <laughs> he's like, I. He's like, this reminds me of Mozart's Requiem on the Fifth Sonata. Oh my God! Yeah, dude. man. But I love that Spurs team. Receding hairlines and. Boris Diaw. Yeah. Boris Diaw with the teacup titties. So now everyone has an amazing haircut again. And, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. The best so, haircut. Dude, they take the fact that they're on TV so seriously. In the 80s and 90s, there used to be all these like out of shape star, yeah. like pitchers that would have like their oh my God, yeah. bellies belly. hanging out. Yeah. Now everyone's like perfectly like. The lines are all shaped up and shit. Golfers got sponsors for every part of their body. <laughs> yeah. This is an Under Armour head. You're looking yeah. at. <laughs> yes. Golfers too, man. Golfers are all yeah. cut now. They didn't used to be like that, man. Yeah. It's like yeah, the all the sad. fucking all the stand ups that have abs now. Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst. It's hard enough to be funny. Abs, <laughs> clean hairline. Yeah, it's horseshit. That's just the way it is. Okay. What's our next story? I'll miss you, Boris, and I'll miss you, Manu. With us. Oh man! So earlier this week, I can't pr- like I'm not even gonna try to say that guy's <laughs> name. Which one? Um, or honk a honky? One honky. Shohei Otani. Oh Otani. Shohei Otani. Otani um, has been advised to undergo Tommy John surgery. What is that? Uh, it's like when your ligaments on your arm aren't connected and shit. It happens to pitchers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the first picture, his name was Tommy John, yeah. and now they Tommy call John. Tommy John. Now it's the Tommy John surgery. Now it's the Tommy now John, he, John surgery. He's famous. He's yeah. famous. For the ages. He's famous. He's For like the ages. I, I couldn't get like a burger or something like that, <laughs> like a signature sandwich. I had to get like famous surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, his brother, you know, Jimmy got Jimmy, Jimmy John. <laughs> he got Jimmy John. He got That's Tommy when John. they connected his arm with a pizza, and it wasn't as good. <laughs> it doesn't work as well, Jimmy but John. it tasted better though. Jimmy John's, can we get some flavor on Jimmy John's? They don't have any sauces or anything. They it's don't just like have turkey, any pride. Swiss alfalfa sprouts. There's no Italian people named Jimmy John. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah, 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 yeah. See if you can get through the last sentence on the news. <laughs> Do you want to know how long he might be out? He might be yes. off the mound till 2020. Damn. Perfect. The year I'm running for president. <laughs> right when it's coming. Yeah. At your platform. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you missed my whole platform. Oh. The entire. 
It's something about Shia LaBeouf. I don't really remember. Oh, yeah, no, sure. he's, he's, he's predicted every star there ever was. Oh, yeah? Oh, yes. I predicted Shia LaBeouf and uh, Duck Dynasty. <laughs> and I think I could bring the country together based on those principles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's yeah. all in how you package it, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. He's out till 2020. And what did he do just recently on Friday? On Friday, he made history for his 19th home run. The season. The pitcher? Yeah. Yes, he did. Oh, damn. Exactly. This guy should be like one of the biggest stories in American sports. He's like, he's a rookie. Yeah. And he pitches and he's a great pitcher. And that sucks he can't pitch until 2020. I'm actually sad about that. And he's a great home run hitter. Is he not playing at all until then? No, he's batting. He just can't pitch until 2020. Is he DH? Yeah, he, so he'll DH now. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, man. He plays for the Angels. We should go down and see him sometime. All right. Yeah. Dude, that's like being the best player on the high school team. It's like you're the pitcher <laughs> that hits home runs. You know? It is you're like just being the, the best good player athlete. on the high you're school team. You're just a exactly. good athlete. Yeah. Like, exactly. Jeremy, could you pitch? Well, I don't know. You I, guess I, I guess I could. I guess. <laughs> you try pitching. I'll, I'll yeah. test it yeah. out. And see. <laughs> Like Uncle like, Re- Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I would love to make our double header tomorrow, but I also have a football game. <laughs> yeah. There was totally that guy at high school. It was there the was same guy. that guy. It yeah. was uh, Shehe Otani. That, that guy, guy fucked my girlfriend. He fucked everybody's girlfriend. Yours too, man. And boyfriend. Uh, and boyfriend. <laughs> he was doing everybody at that point. That's a busy kid. Yeah, man. So why, are, why, are, why aren't people talking about it more? I'm glad you said that, Lori. Somehow baseball became less visible. In, yeah. in the digital, in the media age. And I think, you know, when there was, I don't know if the young kids know that, but there was only three channels back in the day. Mm-hmm. It was CBS, NBC, ABC. Mm-hmm. And you got it the same way you got your radio stations. It wasn't until the 80s that you had cable come and cable, you had MTV and ESPN. But before that, three channels. Now there's so much more media. I think baseball used to dominate and still kind of does have place, definitely has a place within the traditional media channels. But where it does not get play is so much in the social media channels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas the NBA and, and, you know, soccer, they do such great stuff with social media. Baseball kind of gets drowned out. And that's the reason, I, you know, if I would buy a team, it would be the NBA. Do you know it's free? Those highlights of the NBA clip, everyone can share them. It's viewed as free marketing. If you post, and I was talking about it earlier, mm-hmm. if you post an NFL clip, it will get flagged and taken down. Seriously? Yeah. Seriously. What's the point of that? It's so dumb, right? Why are they so protective of it? Because they don't understand. They don't understand the new age. Whereas the NBA completely gets yeah. it. You promote your stars, which is why, you know, the Q rating on NBA stars is over the roof. You know, the Aaron Rodgers is probably, in terms of rec- recognizable, it's probably, and this is like no joke, on the same levels uh, as probably like, uh, you know, Bradley Beal or John Wall. Uh-huh. You know? Because one is those guys cover their faces, and two is NBA just does such a better job yeah. at social yeah. media. But I think, you know, baseball has kind of gotten drowned out in, in this new age. But this guy should be the biggest fucking story in American sports, I think. Mm. You know, one a top 15 pitcher. Just tell him to play basketball. Batter. There's no way he doesn't play basketball. <laughs> He's You're be right. Tell him to play basketball. Shehi Otani. Yeah, man. Shehi Otani. Hey, Shehi. Yeah. Grab like, a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Try a basketball. Shit, Try it. See, see, it might do, do you some good. Exactly. It's like, how fast you want me to throw this thing? <laughs> Where do I throw it? <laughs> Three weeks from now, he's starting for the Washington Wizards <laughs> yeah. and shit. It's crushing life. He's he's still, he like still he's needs like, Tommy John know. surgery. Yeah. He's like in a sling, just doing everything perfect. Yeah, blocking shots with the sling. Yeah, he's just like <laughs> exactly. Dunking gets like stuck. 
But somehow still winning. <laughs> I love it. Somehow still winning. Let's oh, get him a Wheaties box. What is our next story? Oh, speaking of Wheaties, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have a tiger sighting. Tiger sighting. A tiger. He <laughs> saw a tiger. An actual one? An actual one. Tiger. Yes. Two back-to-back leaders at negative 17. What does that mean? Uh, he is two back of the leaders at negative 17. Uh, as of this morning, they had the rain delay, so they had yeah. to golf this morning. And he finished two back of, of the leaders who went into a playoff. Yeah. Which is pretty incredible. Which is pretty fucking incredible, I think, speaking of guys who've, who've needed a lot of surgery. My brother <laughs> has a has a theory on Tiger Woods. What's his theory? He just says he needs his harem back. <laughs> he does. He's like, he's like needs assaulted. to be dicking down yeah, yeah. on the constant exactly. for him to like exactly. perform at the levels he needs yeah. to. He's like, I need to be constantly cheating on my wife or I cannot do Thank well. Thank you. Otherwise, he can't focus the putter. His no, he's putter like, is failing him. He needs to be having sex. He needs to be with, thinking about pussy at all times. Yes. Yeah. He needs to be having sex, sexting multiple of uh, Gulf Coast cocktail waitresses everywhere and Hooters waitresses in order for him to have the proper soul alignment. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Are you guys familiar with the concept of Dharma? Everyone knows <laughs> karma. But do you really know Dharma? Karma is uh, consequences. Dharma is everybody has their own purpose. Uh-huh. You know, so you know, so it's against you shouldn't kill, right? Yeah. Right. But if you're a warrior, your job is your dharma is that you yeah. have to be a good, a capable warrior. Okay. Tiger Woods' dharma is having sex with as many cocktail waitresses as he can in order to achieve at golf. He's either going to be a rapper or a golfer. Yes. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. So can we just let, please, Tiger? <laughs> can we just let Tiger get some? Yeah. Let Tiger live. Constant poonanny at yes. all yeah. times. And if you're a woman and you're single and you're listening to this, fuck Tiger Woods. <laughs> just <laughs> do everyone a service. Fuck Tiger Woods. <laughs> please keep Tiger good. Please, please, please. <laughs> please. Tiger is one of the last unifying figures that we have in the United States, and I'll tell you what I mean by that. Uh, the, when it was uh, the U.S. Open, the last major of the year, my dad is on the golf course, old white man in the clubhouse, has Tiger Woods on, Bruce, Brooks Kepka is up three strokes, and the guy goes, oh, Brooks, the old white man, can't you just let Tiger win? Can't you just let him have this one, Brooks? Come on. Don't be an asshole about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, when's the last time you saw an old white guy no. like rooting for an Obama? Made that the, hasn't happened since 2012. Made you know? the country club great again. Make the country <laughs> club great again, man. We like- should get hats that say make the country club great again. <laughs> Tiger, we're going to be merchandising now. Yeah, you're welcome. I yes. feel like every woman like kind of hates Tiger and all the oh, dudes really? are like, come on, just forget <laughs> like, no, it. We're like, uh-uh, no. You're probably, you're probably, <laughs> no. you're probably 100% correct about They're that. Like, I'm fine with him not winning or doing yeah. anything good. Uh-huh. Is it bad That's Tiger fine. Woods is my Martin Luther King Jr.? Is that bad? <laughs> yes, yes. Is that bad? Yes, bad and telling. Is that a bad thing? <laughs> bad and telling. Is that a bad thing? <laughs> yeah, man. We have, we'll get you another I'm hero. Just like, <laughs> I'm just like that old white man. I'm just like, come on, Brooks. Come I'm on. I'm so tired of winning. Come on, <laughs> I just need him to win. I just need Tiger Woods. I got a lot of money, right? Do you think that it would be more popular if there was like a fantasy league you could do for golf? <laughs> do you think people get more into it? There is fantasy leagues you can are do. Are there for really? Golf. Oh, and people what are do you super do? into it. How does you, it the, well, do you like, like make your I don't even know how Guys, I've never played fantasy golf before, I promise. Uh <laughs> every golfer wears a like, <laughs> every golfer wears a Fitbit and you bet on the amount of steps. Uh, <laughs> amount of steps that they get. This is this Over is real. Under. When I used to play Tiger Woods golf, I would play with a golf glove. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would play with a fucking controller, man. That's great. 
It was great, yeah. But what, what would you say on that one? Oh, it's fantasy golf. Yeah. So yeah. what it is? It's it's the same as fantasy NASCAR, guys. Which is that? <laughs> Not any clearer. <laughs> Still confused. <laughs> so that doesn't clear things up, guys. Come on. So basically, you have um, your field, right? Uh-huh. And then you choose a certain amount of guys from that field, and then based on how they finish, you get your fantasy points. That sounds like okay. a porno. And then, like, yeah, why can't we have fantasy things. porno? There probably is fantasy porno, like how many money shots within a certain <laughs> clip or yeah, something. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're getting all kinds of new business ideas. <laughs> so many different leagues we can start. So many different fantasy leagues we league. can start. Exactly. The, f- the fake pizza delivery guy league. Exactly. And, oh, now, a quick point before we get to our last yeah. news story. There is a new uh, uh, porn site, porn service that uses AI, you can send them your pictures and they will put your face on top of the pizza nah. delivery guy. Who Shut the to, fuck up. Yes. Who wants to yes, see I need yes, to see yes. this clip. I just, yeah, that's so you like can the send them your stuff pinnacle and of they will narcissism. Put, like, they will put I your need, face on the, on the Dude, AI guy. I would want pinnacle of narcissism I is putting your face on both of them. I know. <laughs> <laughs> on both of them. You're like, yes. It's the, yes. It's, it's the, <laughs> yes. It's the only thing I can get off to. You know what I mean? And you have to have your name in both of them. Both like everything has to have your name. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. I just okay. grossed my, oh my, my mind out. And let's go to our last. I don't know why last. I'm so curious. I, I can't even watch porn without getting a virus on my computer. I don't <laughs> oh, really? know how. I'll give you, I'm I'll so give happy you said on your computer. I'll give you <laughs> it's true. I get a virus every time I watch porn. <laughs> well, it's better than the viruses them. you get from real sex. It's like. so true. <laughs> it's such a great way to look at it. Yeah. Malware is the I'll herpes give you tips of the after evening. the show. I'll give you the tips. What you do? Just X videos. Rock X videos. You're good. X videos is safe. <laughs> They have the best presentation, okay? What's really important is like uh, the graphic interface, the user interface. Yeah, yeah. Best user interface. (laughs) Minimum pop-ups? Minimum pop-ups. No pop-ups. Zero pop-ups. Zero pop-ups. And curation. Yeah, okay? it's the nice. The key to new media yeah. is curation. That's human to human. Whatever it is. I like this. So it's maybe curation. Like this. It is curation. And uh, Tehran, you want to come in for our last story? Want to come story? in for a little bit of this? A last story? Okay, <laughs> let's go to the last news story. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one I it's, memorized. <laughs> this is the one I know. <laughs> I know this name. LeBron James. Nailed Kevin that. Durant. Rap song has finally been released. The oh, song's yeah. called It Ain't Easy. Right. It was recorded in Cleveland and during 2011 season, but was never released until now. Yes. But it probably sh- should have stayed that way. <laughs> probably Dude, that's the stayed cutest that way. shit in the world to think of the, the most rich, most talented, athletically gifted guys yeah. are like, let's go do a song together. I know. And I love that they picked, they're like, it ain't easy, guys. It ain't easy. Right. It ain't Just easy. No. <laughs> can can we hear a little bit of the song? Oh, I like. I need to hear this. Song. I love how you know. I know this one name, LeBron James. I, I had this English friend, <laughs> and we were talking basketball. He goes, "Oh, I know that guy, James LeBron." <laughs> <laughs> that would have been like, me. Oh, that's so cute, James LeBron. James LeBron. Oh yeah, here we go. I actually Get have not. Pop. I have not heard this song yet, so we're gonna all hear this for the first time. Okay. The Fanatics debut of LeBron James featuring Kevin Durant. It ain't easy. Pew 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 pew. Clue. L.A. Leakers. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Oh, the sound's not working. Technical difficulty. I don't. I think we're beast. They don't want us to know. Yeah. They like. Play it. Uh, I'm gonna bring it up on my phone real quick. Great Make banter as I bring this up. This is the big finale. Of the this show. is the big deal. Are you? Can you guys rap? It's, it's almost like Tommy <laughs> yeah. is here already. I memorized it. So can here you, we can go. You, this is my one memory. I'll do the LeBron part. You do Kevin Durant. 
Can you rap though? Like in general, can do you? Have, I can rhyme things. You can rhyme. Yeah, I'm shitty at rhyming because I'm dyslexic. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't matter. It's you're I, saying. I it. blame it. I blame everything on my dyslexia. <laughs> yeah. Like when I don't get good parking, it's because I'm dyslexic. I can't drive. I'm dyslexic. Yo, are you missing dyslexic. a connection? I forgot your there? birthday because I'm dyslexic. <laughs> <'Cause> I'm dyslexic. <laughs> I can't come into work because I'm dyslexic. Right. Yeah, it's not working, bro. Rap battles, they're fun. Yo, though. can you bring it up on your phone real quick? Just search LeBron, Katie. Get up, ha. get on up. My no, ex no, was a rapper. Uh, what kind of rapper? Uh, one on the Garage Band. A word? Yeah. Garage Band rapper? Yeah. He would be like, I'm, I made a tune about you, and it was like, the girl with the big titties. I was like, oh, hell thanks. yeah. I thought what it was going to be like, I love a, you. That's you. You're the bitch with the big <laughs> You're titties. You're the bitch with the big titties. <laughs> that's you. What a romantic. I, I just love how guys are I, such romance these days. You I got know. it? Great. Tehran with the assist, the great Tehran. Coming in. Here we go. Oh, commercial. Here we are. I'm so excited for this. Is it good? Is it good? (laughs) (laughs) I just laughed. Uh. LA Leakers. That's Kevin Durant. I think this has got to be Katie, right? I kind of like this. I kind of like it too. Yeah. Self-censoring. Yeah, this is good. I wouldn't think this guy was like such a pussy. To no, he's warriors. he's good. Yeah. It just sounds like like the members of the Wu Tang clan, clan you don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Where does LeBron come in? You know? Yeah, skip ahead eight minutes. <laughs> Twenty minutes. That's a lot to say. Oh, this isn't it. Is it? <laughs> just a good We're like, rapper. this is a good. This is a good. This is great. But it ain't easy to find the song, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's that? Oh, Rachel it's McAdams. One of the wives. <laughs> yeah. Dude, this is one Look. of the side hoes. This is like Watch the Throne. Yeah. Jay-Z, Kanye West. Dude, what if LeBron gets on? He's, he's like, like no, basketball was good. Yeah. Basketball was great. I like, said he's <laughs> Dribble, dribble. Basketball. One, two. It's like Paul Wall, flow. This sounds like all of your friends after 8 Mile came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Let's do it. Turn on the computer. Let's do it again. <laughs> I got rhymes. I got it. He's got a really like I think it's good, good energy. He's got big dick energy in this song. He's got yeah. huge dick well, energy. Well, I mean, huge dick it. energy. I think let's let it play us out. Mike Calzone, tell him where to find you. No, I'm just going to listen to this song. He's just going to listen. Lori Douglas, you were wonderful today. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. You were so good at the news. Tell him where to find you. So good at the news. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram, Lori.Douglas. Guys, uh, follow us at Fanatics Pod on Instagram and on Twitter. Find me uh, on the same at Sean Joshi, two A's. And also, thank you to, to Tehran for the assist. We got to get T on soon. What do you think, T? He puts, <laughs> up a, <laughs> puts up a thumb. He's looking good today in this suit, man. 
They had the high holy services down there today. All right. Thank you, guys. Come see us again next week. Fanatics, I got to go make a tea time. Peace.